they like to put on the video, the news clip quite often. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. I'm so glad it's still out there for anybody to watch. <laughs> Good old days. Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath, Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. All right. Welcome to the debut episode of season three of the Chasing McNaughton Podcast presented by Tech Hockey Guide. I'm Tim Brown, your host, and I'm joined this week by Dustin Lindstrom. Hey, everyone. Rob Gilreath. Hey, everybody. And Matt Cavender. What's going on, everyone? Our special guest this week is the president of Mitch's Misfits, Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, now I get the first name wrong. Great. Olivia. Okay. Olivia <laughs> Weary. Hi. Thanks for joining us, Madam President. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, let's see. This week, we'll discuss the challenges Mitch's Misfits face after an entire year off and the changes in leadership. We'll also discuss the CHA, CCHA, including CCHE TV, Instat, and the addition of uh, exhibition games that are exempt against other NCA institutions and the start of the tech season. We'll probably have one more podcast before the season actually starts, but we'll talk about some of that now since we learned a lot of, about it. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? I've got a new position. That's kind of neat. Okay. <laughs> that's very on brand for Matt to go off topic already. How's that off topic? Yeah, that's, anything, that's organizational for tech hockey guys. Anything relevant? Oh, knew, anything oh, relevant to I, the I, actual I knew, conversation? Position at tech hockey guys. Yeah, yeah I that's what we're I'm trying to say. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes. Okay. Editor in chief, Matt Cavender. I think we'll allow it. <laughs> All right. Before we do the thank you notes, we have an announcement to make. As of the start of season three with the podcast, we have an actual sponsor now. Fibkey Dental in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, is the official dentist of Tech Hockey Guide and the Chasing McNaught podcast. Uh, special thanks to Dr. Fibkey for stepping up and sponsoring us. Uh, you can check out Fibkey Dental on Facebook and give them a like and follow. Um, Thanks to that sponsorship, we're going to look at trying to find some ways to get our name out there a little bit more in Houghton. Uh, we've been looking at getting an ad on the boards at McGinnis, and also we're going to reach out to Mix93 about maybe having a spot during the hockey game, but I'm guessing we can't afford that, but we'll see. Now it's time for the thank you notes, plus a brief note from our other sponsor. We'll come back and discuss Mitch's Misfits with our guest president. Olivia Weary. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back. Uh, let's get right into things with uh, Mrs. President Olivia Weary. Uh, let's just start off with uh, 
Charlie's question and get this out of the way. Matt's girlfriend decided to ask a question. Uh, how do how do you plan on dealing with the overwhelming amount of testosterone? She's also seeking advice for herself. Um, I haven't exactly figured that out yet. Um, but I'll probably just try to have them channel it towards supporting the team if I can. That is. Um, but I have no clue. Um, to this point, I've just kind of been trying to make my way through college without making an absolute fool of myself and other people. So what year are you at tech? I'm a third year. Third year. Third year mechanical engineering. So so how did you end up getting involved in Mitch's Misfits and, and uh, how did you end up becoming president? So my first year at Michigan Tech, I went to K-Day, went to the Mitch's Misfits booth, signed up, um, and then there was a, the University of North Dakota trip uh, not too long after the school year started. I think it was early November. Um, and I had a friend who was supposed to go with me, but they bailed last minute. But I still went anyway, and I didn't know anybody on the trip. Um, I didn't have any names, any faces, nobody. Um, and it was kind of a, a weird scenario for the most part, because I kind of kept myself because I've never been the most outgoing person. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I kind of really enjoyed it. I went to the games um, after that and I sat in the Mitch's Misfits section and I connected with a bunch of people and I just kind of felt myself pulled in to the whole of it. Um, and then come the end of my second year, I got really close with the e-board and everybody in the organization. And then um, I kind of looked around and realized I was like one of the last ones from like a core group of people. Um, I kind of was on the end of that core group, but um, I still found myself kind of not the last of like this generation of people from Mitch's Misfits, but um, I kind of found myself in a position where I felt that I needed to step forward and take the reins, I guess. Well, that's great. I'll probably be buying you dinner sometime this season because if you don't know it, I created Mitch's Misfits. Well aware. A very, a very, a very long time ago. God. They like to put on the video, the news clip, quite often. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. I'm so glad it's still out there for anybody to watch. <laughs> Good old days. Yeah, it's obviously kind of interesting the way that you've come into power with COVID and everything. Like, yeah. I know that, you know, Evan's last year was basically just lost and he's just sitting there like, okay, how do I get people connected through Discord watching yeah. games and all that? So it's kind of interesting to have that lost year, have nobody, you know, remaining from that board. And then you're just basically coming in from step one and, you know, you get you basically get a blank slate to run it your way. That, that's both kind of exciting and really scary what are some like uh what are some challenges you're dealing with and what are some things you're kind of excited to get going with so the big challenge i think is getting the name out there because we do all our advertising at games essentially that's where our best advertising takes place um because they see us they see what we do and um and then they want to be a part of it um so with covid we essentially have this year um two years of students who have no no idea who we are no idea what we do and um it kind of, I was at K-Day uh, last Friday, at this last Friday, and it was, um, every person that came up to us was, who are you? 
what are you doing? And it didn't get tiring, but like, I was a little bit baffled at first that they hadn't heard of us or what we do because, um, but like that, that was lost on on both of these years as students. And that kind of shocked me. Um, and it didn't, it kind of made me upset because, um, there's this big legacy that was left behind by all these previous presidents and, um, these people come up to us and then they don't know what we do. Um, but there was some people who walked up to us and there's one person in particular who had a big grin on his face. He's like, Oh, I'm from up here. You guys make our hockey games amazing. And so that really made me feel good about um, what what's coming up in the next couple of years. So another big challenge is getting these people to know the traditions. Um, they don't know the cheers. They don't know the flags. Um, they don't know anything, anything of the sorts. And um, so I kind of feel like, so because we're going to Wisconsin um, and that's our first series um, of Michigan Tech hockey this year. Um, we have a lot of interest from these new students, but they don't know these traditions. They don't know how to carry on. And without the band kind of like as a backbone of sorts for our cheers and chants, uh, I'm afraid that they're not going to know what to do. So I'm hoping to get in for the exhibition game um, and kind of get some experience under their belts. But um, that's kind of like a waiting to see what happens with COVID and everything else. Cause they never explicitly told us that we're allowed in to the games. Um, it was just kind of implied that, oh, we didn't say you couldn't. Um, so I've been crossing my fingers that nothing changes between then because um, our COVID numbers aren't amazing right now, unfortunately. Um, but I'm really excited to go to Wisconsin because um, that was one of the ones that I wanted to go to before I graduated. Um, they went right before I came in as a freshman and I didn't want to miss this first opportunity. So I'm kind of pushing myself and like pushing um, these other people to kind of experience Madison because I'm from Wisconsin. Um, I kind of know the city and I know it's a really great city to be in, especially as a college student. So um, it's something I'm really looking forward to and I'm hoping that others do as well. Yeah, Madison's a hell of a time. I know that there's a lot of kids that have had similar experiences like you had in North Dakota and Madison. Yep where they go in there, that's the first thing they do. They don't know anybody on the trip. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really cool way for you to perpetuate the cycle. And like Madison's always a great time. That's yeah. unfortunately where you're probably going to have to meet me in person. And I, I okay. do apologize. So. <laughs> I will most likely I made it two years well. without it. That's <laughs> I will probably right. be there too. Yeah. 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 And it's I'm a short drive there. too. Madison's not far um, compared to Alabama, I should say. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah. in the scope of the conference, it's not too bad either. No, no, it's it would be the probably what fifth or sixth longest or shortest road trip you can do from Tech. Yep, just about. Say. We talked about yeah. going to Clarkson for a little bit, but um, without being able to go through Canada, we think it's not a not feasible. It's still feasible, but it, it'd be a tough a tough option. Yeah. And it's really tough to be driving through, like, you know, the Pennsylvanias and Ohio's being like, man, this is such an unnecessary detour if we could have gone yep. through Canada. And I know that's, that's bumming out Justin, the new travel coordinator. He said he's Shout going. Him, he said he's going cool. anyway. He well, wants I mean, to bring the cold beer flag. I love that. And, you know, <laughs> Justin's Justin ran his Prius into the ground following Tech Hockey, and I'm really excited he's part of the board. But, yeah, I bet that hearing that's kind of falling through as, like, an organized trip is bumming him out yeah. a little bit. But we've got quite a few trips planned this year, I think. Um, it kind of kind of followed just right for the most part. Um, we got Wisconsin. We are going to both Northerns. Um, LSSU is a must at this point. 
Um, and then we've, we're thinking about going to St. Uh, Thomas and kind of test the water, see what they've got going on. Um, kind of show them who's boss, I guess. Um, they, I'm sure they don't have a student section as of yet, but we'll see. I don't know. I think we had a player transfer yeah. there, so there must be something um, that's bringing people there. But Well, TJ Polglaze did transfer there, yeah. but we haven't seen him on the roster, and we haven't seen any okay. of the pictures of him there. He has one like, of his sticks now, one of his old – or like his new – Old sticks or his old new sticks, been, I guess. That might have been from Sam because I know Sam absolutely loves. He bought he bought one of his sticks at the. Equipment oh no, no, it was, the only it was one of the ones Joel gave us to replace. Oh, gotcha. So Joel gave us. So if you didn't know, we got our sticks stolen from our locker. Um, this is the second time things have gotten stolen, and I was kind of frustrated about it. So I sent a. It wasn't a like a frustrate. I was it was a frustrated email to Joel and be like, hey can we do something about this? Like I get that sticks aren't as they weren't good sticks. They were kind of worn down. They weren't the nicest of sticks, but it's the fact that we got something stolen for the second time that kind of bothered me. Um, so we got, he replaced our sticks with one from TJ Poglaze, two from Russell or three from Russell, the left-handed defenseman. Um, and then we got two from Ashbrook, I believe. Um, so we've got those sitting in our locker now. Yeah, that's cool stuff. I'm glad Joel's taking care of you because I know, well, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they've run into an interesting situation with their advisor because they used to have uh, Gary Kruzich, and I believe that he's got some issues with how tech has been handling COVID. He is not a big fan of masks and that, all that. Is that it? I believe that to be the case. I know. Because, I'm sure well, he left on his own accord because there's no way that they'd be scrambling to find somebody like they said, Joel told us we are like, he didn't have a meeting to replace the position yet. Um, and so he's like, Oh, I'll be your interim. We're looking to hire somebody by January. So I'm like, this must've just happened. Um, yeah. So I didn't even know about but, it. Yeah. Gary's Gary's an interesting dude with some interesting opinions. If he's listening, I absolutely love the guy, but man. <laughs> yeah. I re-registered but, as the organization. I had to re-register to make sure we get through and we get our money and funding and everything. And I get a message back from one of the people and they're like, Hey, who's going to be your advisor seeing as Gary doesn't work here anymore. And I'm like, excuse <laughs> me, what do you mean? He doesn't work here anymore. Um, so that was a, that was a fun panic during between my classes one day. That sounds like fun. I know oh, we yeah, early thing. on, we went through quite a few, didn't we? Cause we had, I think Russell for, was the first one. Yeah, I think Mel Pearson was an Misfits advisor for a while, but then I think along the lines realized it was kind of stupid to have the coach also be the advisor because he's got other stuff going on. But well, it, yeah. the, the advisor for us hasn't really done too much. Like they don't need to. We're a really independent organization as is. But I mean, yeah. But Joel's yeah. like, oh, let me know when you have paperwork for me to sign, and I'm like, great. Um, like he didn't know we went down to Alabama till we were in Alabama. So that was a fun thing. Nice. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I, I know I've said it a bunch, but Joel's going to be a great advocate yeah. for you guys. I know you're pretty hands-off okay. in a lot of ways, but he's going to be the first one to go to bat for it. If you got his number, be sure to call him if you're in any kind of yeah. trouble. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. It's only a three-hour difference if you don't go through Canada. <laughs> It's not but that, that three hours is a big like. That's how long is it for normal? Like it's especially like, it's, it's fifteen or eighteen hours. It's gonna suck either way. Let's yeah. be I mean, <laughs> it's gonna suck either way, but also like it sucks to 
get there and you're like three hours away and be like, man, we could have been there by now, you know? <laughs> I don't know. And like we toyed, like I remember toying with Alaska, like, oh, that'd be a 15 hour flight, a 50 hour drive through Canada. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't like, I was in the, the 15 hour drive to Alabama was like, it, I was at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm done now. Can we get out? And <laughs> yeah, I'm, like- like, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this much longer. Um, Cause those vans aren't the most comfortable thing. I was four deep in the back of the van with three other girls. Um, and I'm like, Oh my God, this is just like, I'm squished against the window and I'm like, I can't get out. I'm like, this kind of sucks. I can't imagine you could do that drive and not run into shitty snow somewhere. Oh there's, yeah. There's uh, that. Year is it, though? It's, it's, it's end of October. It's probably safe ish. Yeah, you, you know how. Basically, driving along yeah. Lake Erie and Ontario with our luck, like. Well, you're not driving on Lake Erie and Ontario at all if you go a Canadian route. You're. you're I don't think we can. We can't. We can't bring the vans in Canada. Yeah. I think somebody said that that might have changed at some point, but. But that's also making sure everybody's got their IDs, their passports. Nobody has alcohol in the vans. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. And that, everybody, and, and if they follow current rules that everybody's got a negative test in the last 72 exactly. hours. And, and if somebody and, gets oh, yeah, stuck in Canada, like. They're yeah, just there. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get why you wouldn't go that way this, this I year. Wouldn't, I yeah, wouldn't want to sure. take a whole bus of kids across the border and deal oh, with. God, no. No, I don't want to do it without COVID. Exactly. Yeah. And thinking about like the Alaska trip is like, that's something that you, that, that, that joke started with me because I used to be like, I, I used to put the kibosh on trips that were too long because at that point we were still kind of like building up our bank account. We weren't to the point where like Shane was able to get it. He did a great job. I'm living in luxury but, right now with money. Um, oh I'm yeah. Not, he, he set like, you guys up square. Like but, I'm like, we're definitely going all out on trips this year, but like, I'm not super concerned. Absolutely. But where I was kind of getting to is like you touched on how the vans aren't all like comfortable. The, the thing for me was that the vans are also not all that reliable. So like, yeah. So like Some I used don't to, have cruise I used control. Have, oh yeah. And I'd have like mild panic attacks going to Northern cause I'd never knew it. Cause like there were two times where the same guy ended up getting us in like, you know, some kind of one time it was, you know, uh, the transmission getting blown, which is not his fault. And then one time oh. he, rear-ended me going into a roundabout because there was a guy in front of us that like came to a complete stop at the roundabout with nobody there so <laughs> you know like just stupid stuff like that i couldn't imagine because that's what happens on you know an, an hour and a half trip what happens yeah. when you're driving 50 hours through canada and something happens while you're stuck up there or you're driving kind of on stuff, the way back uh, from alabama and somebody takes an exit when they're not supposed to and you get split up for like hundreds of miles yeah, absolutely. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, makes my heart race just going back to it. So, yeah, it's, I'm, a, it's I'm a fun time. Certified. I'm fan certified, but I told them I, I'm fine. I'll stay up all night in the passenger seat, but you will not find me behind the wheel of that van. I will be van certified if if it's an absolute emergency, I will, but I will not be driving. Oh, yeah, they're they're a fun time. I never drove one. Well, I mean, you are also, you also found it and pretty much dip. You're like, here's the thing. I'm out of here. So like, if you want to, you can, you can come with us one of the times and see how much fun it really is. I, I have gone on one trip as an alumni with the bus and I don't need to feel that old. 
you know, <laughs> I remember that. That was a fun time. <laughs> yeah. My brother and I didn't want to drive to Northern. So we asked Matt if we could come on the bus and he said, no, like, students only. I said, what if we pay for the bus? <laughs> like, we'll just pay for the bus. And Matt's like, you'll pay to come on the bus. And they're like, no, we'll pay for the bus. And Matt's like, you can come on the bus. <laughs> I would have let you go. If you just paid to come on the bus, <laughs> you were just like, we're just going to pay for the bus. And I was like, all aboard boys. <laughs> See the nice thing about, you know, graduating and having a job is frequent flyer miles yeah, totally... so you don't ever have to ride a bus or a van ever again yep yep i i i uh we've done the alaska trip a couple of times i would never consider driving that alabama i wouldn't drive toledo i'd probably fly to toledo at this point because alabama was a good trip I enjoyed Alabama. Detroit. i was i was pumped that you guys were able to pull that off i was really proud we got to do a lot of really cool stuff when we were there. Like, we went to the the space camp. Yeah, we went to the Air and Space Museum. Some people did top golf. Um, frequent trips to the Waffle House right across the street. Two trips to Hooters. Completely um, stone cold sober, I imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, we won't talk about top golf what happened at the Denny's, <laughs> but um, some people didn't have a good time the following morning. <laughs> <laughs> We've joked about going to Alabama and arranging it around adult space camp because there is adult space camp that you can actually do, and that would be awesome. That'd be pretty sick. Right? Some people went to the minor league hockey game, too, so I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, you got to see the Havoc? Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's one of the few, it's one of the few CCHA, WCHA schools I've not been to yet. Uh, you, you might be might be burning your chances. Yeah, just yeah. All right. So back on topic. You mentioned K Day earlier. Uh, how yep. did that all go? And like, how many members do we have this year? So K Day was. I was there for the full four hours, um, and it was like nonstop. People were just at the booth. Of like every single time. And I don't know if it was because we were next, like we were a couple down from the mud board and they were handing out a bunch of free stuff, but, um, but it might've been the gong and the hockey sticks that we had. Um, so that was pretty cool. We got to see a lot. I got to talk to a lot of people. Um, I kind of had my spiel nailed down by the time uh, the four hours are up. And my voice was also most certainly gone um, <laughs> at that point. Um, but we talked to a lot of people. Uh, I think I had a, I typed in their emails and so we have about, a hundred new people sign up for the involvement link. So that brings the total to like 300, I think. Um, now some of those people have graduated, but a um, hundred new first and second years is still pretty good in my opinion. Um, definitely more than enough to fill our little section and then spill over into other sections as well. I know a lot of people who are excited to go to the game, especially the one versus Notre Dame. Um, I was telling people, you gotta get there early. You gotta get there so early to get to those to that game specifically, because people are gonna be trying to go. Um, like everyone's gonna be wanting to go to that game, because um, they don't get to come up here very often. I don't know the last time that Notre Dame came up to play here. I don't know if I've ever seen Notre Dame there. Uh, I know I haven't. Probably but... CCHA days. Yeah, would be my guess. Yeah. So nineteen eighty. Yeah, so, so it's been a while. Yeah, I'm just thankful I don't have to wait in the line. Um, I can <laughs> yeah, just go was... in and start setting up. <laughs> That was that was definitely nice because when I was, it's an ulterior when I, was motive. I was only not on the board for my freshman year, but like during that year, I used to get to the rink at like eleven or noon and sit around <laughs> and like play Uno with my friends and stuff. 
we usually talk to the, we try to talk with the players from the other team when they were doing their warm up and like their superstition routines. Oh yeah. They're usually pretty cool. We used to try to yell at them and sometimes they would spawn, but most of the time they didn't. Um, So that was kind of sad, but we had some people respond. Sam liked to give a lot of um, jeers at them and then just like ask them the stupid questions on his list that he has. Um, Sometimes we got a response with some of those, but definitely an ulterior motive getting to the rink early uh, becoming president. Oh yeah. And then even when you do, it's like, even, even though, you know, you can get there at any time you want, you're still end up getting there at like five 30 for the seven o'clock game or something like that. Yeah. That's just yeah. how I'll it is. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'll just be sitting there with jitters all that time. If I'm not that the rink, I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I'll also record the, the line when I go in. Cause I'm definitely not going to sit the full, I'm sure people are going to be in there for like six plus hours sitting in line. Um, so I'll definitely have to record the people standing in line and like just walk through the entire line to see how far it gets. Cause I've seen it get pretty far, but I feel like it's going to be crazy with Notre Dame, especially the first game of the year. Like the first game of the year is always crazy. It'd just be nice to hear the, the crowd again and not watch empty rinks. Yeah. And actually go to games. I'm looking forward to that as well. We had players, so our vice president, Eric, is friends with some of the players on the team. Um, and they said, they told him that they hated playing during COVID because there was no fans. There's no noise in the arena. They're like, this is the worst season I've ever had. Just like they said, with the atmosphere, it just wasn't there. And um, the new players were kind of upset because um, some of the players, they come here for this atmosphere. I know um, the player from Boston College, he said that he was most excited for the fans. And I'm like, that's a good, um, like, tip nice. the hat towards us. And it made me feel like we got to show him some extra love, I guess, because um, not many players, a lot of players respect us, but to publicly say it on the Everything College Hockey, um, it was really cool to see. That's nice. That's good. Because, I, you know, I, I know Joe's a little – concerned i guess about this upcoming season and all the changes and everything but i'm not that worried because i'm sure you guys will find your groove and everything will be fine but it's it's always been an important part of what michigan tech has to offer the student athlete is the atmosphere that you know we've been creating for what 15 years now i forget it's more than that isn't it now what are we at now let's think it's oh four we're at 2021. 16. I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> well, it yeah. would have been my, it was my freshman years when you started it. By oh, the way, it, I want to put it well, out it there. It officially that... became a thing in winter carnival 2004. Yeah. yeah. When did I, when did I. That sounds I right. I want to put it out there that I want to completely bypass the Misfits 20th anniversary and just go nuts <laughs> for the 21st. <laughs> I feel like that's on brand. No, I think we should just get blackout drunk um, on our 20th anniversary like a normal college kid. Why don't we just celebrate both? <laughs> well, see, I feel like 20 has got to be like the, the, the formality, but 21 is going to be like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the real celebration year. <laughs> As of right now, Texel has the uh, 100th year logo on the ice. So we're they put the CCHA logo in on the sides, but the... 100th year is still on the ice, so I don't know if yeah, I'm keeping that. 
that's what I, I believe supposed to be like know. celebrating it again because that's what I thought. Some like a lot of like whenever they're celebrating anniversaries, just in general during COVID, people are like, oh, 100 plus one year anniversary of something. Well, yeah, like there's stuff like that going on everywhere. Like I live in Grand Rapids and the Griffin's 25th anniversary of existence was technically last year, but they're actually celebrating, you know, their 25th anniversary this year now that there's, you know, fans to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like I was in the rink the other day and um, not much has changed. It was definitely they're trying to get the ice ready. They were working on it a lot. Um, but I think is Mark Sinclair back again? Yep. Okay, I think he's got some really sick yellow pads this year that I'm excited to see on the ice. Oh, nice. I, I love goalies that have kind of non-standard stuff. I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And Caden Bailey, his pads were pretty sick. He has a tattoo of his pad design nice. on his leg. And I'm like, that's commitment. I know you're not transferring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So Jay Zukowski, he's the one that asked about K-Day and membership. He also wants to know well, if is not at McLean's anymore either, I heard. That's the first time I'd heard of that. I know it's been a couple of years, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's been a bit because ever since the Father's Day that. flood, McLean's been, like, not a thing. So where is it now? We were at Centennial. Yeah, Centennial it's at the, Park. In now. Yeah, it's in yeah. Chasse as the morons <laughs> in our front It was there say. my first year. Hmm. Interesting. I'm just glad it wasn't over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I remember I was at Zoom K day just to see what would happen, and like there was two kids that stopped by for yep. that, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." Yep. Don't worry, they all stopped by at the booth today, or yesterday, or on Friday, I should say. One of one of those days that happened recently. I I managed to get I managed to sneak away right before it officially started to get Baby E's barbecue. Because it was for free. And I'm like, I want my sandwich. Um, yeah, see, I was really, because I know that both Rodeo and Baby E's were there. Yeah. So I was waiting to see if there was like a kid that was going to come up with a Galaxy brand move and like go to the Rodeo booth and get like a veggie burrito and then walk over to the Baby E's booth and stuff their yeah. burrito with brisket or something. They had pulled pork. So. Yeah, like if they, nice. if they stuffed it with pulled pork, you're like that, just wait for someone to make yeah. that Galaxy brand move there. But I don't know. <laughs> so will there be any new chance this year? been working on that um i think we're gonna try to stick with what we've got for the most part because nobody really knows them like half of the student (laughs) body doesn't know them at this point um but that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping we can get in for the exhibition match but it's versus um northern so i don't know how lenient they're going to be about that northern seems to be a stick of the mud as of late and as of always oh is it going to be at northern for the exhibition match Uh, it's here. Oh, okay. But oh, wonderful. They tend to bring up the lack of or the rule stating that you're not allowed to have noisemakers. Now, I don't know if the CCHA rule is going to be different. It's an NCA rule. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're like, oh, you can't have them. Get rid of them. And so, like, we had to resort to just clapping and yelling. Grandpa Tony's going to have to suck it up. We got yelled at about that up in Alaska, too. That's just so ridiculous to me because it's not like Northern doesn't do the same thing when we're there and Joe doesn't do anything. We haven't ever had a coach complain about them. Like, it's just, you know, 
it's an element of the rivalry to have loud fans that are annoying. And I just, it, it, it really frosts me that like he takes away from that element just for the sake of it. Northern fan, the, the students at Northern are fine. I think for the most part, um, they're just playing their part of supporting their team, but the adult fans Absolutely, yeah. Worst. That's they exactly what I throw thought. beer at us. They throw food at us. It's terrible. Um, and like we're following all the rules and everything. We talk to the the police there, and they're like, "Yeah, we're sorry. Our, we don't every every year this happens." And I'm like, "It's fine. Just kind of sucks." Just get good. Then you won't have to throw stuff at you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Is Griffin gone yet? Do we know? Yes, he's yeah, at he Michigan State now. Michigan State. Finally. Don't, I don't want to deal still, with him anymore. We'll still have to see him this year at GLI. I'm not going to be able to go. Um, fake it's fan. too far for me. Yeah. <laughs> don't even, I don't even call it that. It's not, it's, we shouldn't even call it that. All right. Let's see. So Dr. Fibke wants to know if you think the Misfits will be rusty. Probably a little bit rusty. Um, I think it's just, growing into like into ourselves because we kind of shed a whole generation of people in our organization and it's just kind of bringing these new players up. So I wouldn't say it's rusty. I think it's more so um, we're in the, like a new phase of misfits in general. Um, So not so much as rusty as it is just learning everything again, teaching everybody how, not how things work, but like the traditions that we have done, the flags, all those kinds of things. Um, And just getting people excited again, getting people like into it. I know there's a lot of people who are really excited to um, just kind of be involved in something. And um, I was telling people that it would look good on their resume um, to be a part of Mitch's Misfits. And I'm like, it's a good thing because people, the the companies want to know how social you are. Um, And so that got some people hooked. so it's just more so figuring out ourselves as a whole in these next couple of months. Um, uh, we have our meeting coming up, but I don't know if we're going to be able to practice cheers and chants at that point. Um, I don't think the people at Fisher would like that very much. <laughs> From what you're saying, like I, it like that's all just really exciting to me. Cause for me, the way that I see it is like, you have, groundwork from which to begin but the rest of it is just going to be kind of what you your board and the students make it because to me like if I come back in like you know five ten years and I don't know anything you guys are doing that's a success to me because that means that the organization is alive and it's staying relevant to the students so I think you're you guys are gifted with a really unique opportunity here and I'm really excited to see what you guys do with it and the whole reason I became president was kind of to um not usher in these new students, but like I wanted to bring back the atmosphere that I had my first year that these two years of students didn't get to experience. Um, I was fortunate enough to be friends with a lot of the people in Misfits um, who are seniors and graduating. Um, so when they were giving out the tickets to those who had attended the most games and tapped in, um, a majority of those people, if not all of them, were from Mitch's Misfits. Um, and so I got to go to a couple of the games and that was really cool, but it still kind of sucked not having everyone else around. Um, but I wanted to bring back that atmosphere because um, I don't want it to die out. It's something that I had. Um, it was like my free, it was my chance to get away from school and to um, just kind of enjoy myself and relax. 
and to forget everything about my classes and professors who might be giving me trouble um, because there's not many places you can go in Houghton to escape from things. Um, but I really just wanted to bring back that energy because it's important to me that other people get to see what we are and how we were at the time um, before all this happened. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping that it doesn't cause a wrinkle in, in the traditions. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of the things I think everybody's a little afraid of, but I think there's enough people hopefully that have, that have been around long enough to know and, and to help out and keep that going. Definitely. And like you said, and if you need some help, anyways. just talk to Joe and he can fly us up there and we'll help. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's another thing is that one of the things that I told Olivia to bring is kind of a wish list for the year. Cause I know that a lot of people that listen are looking for ways to support misfits in any way that they can. And sometimes it's not just so it's not so fun to hear, just give money here. So I was hoping that she could kind of plug some stuff that she'd love some alumni to give some money to, or just, you know, send some stuff up there. So do you have that ready, Olivia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we need some new flags? Yeah. How many? Um, one of the things is a bunch of, there's some flags. So I, re- I recently kind of went through um, to see what kind of flags we had. And we have a lot of players who are from, um, different states, new states and stuff like that. So if there's a particular state, like uh, Katie Bailey's from Florida, we don't have a Florida flag. Um, so if there's a particular player that you notice we don't have a flag for, um, I have a quite a few, I have quite a few of those. I have a list. Um, any of the uh, Canadian provinces, we don't have any of those. Um, but there's also... They must have taken those because we had British Columbia for the longest time. We had yeah, Ontario. Well, we, have, we have a couple of them, but like, there's we don't have that many flags in the locker. I don't know what happened to them. Um, I got stolen because with the what I, that's they probably got stolen with the sticks. Because I know for the longest um, time, like they were probably attached to the flag. They were attached, like the flags were attached to the sticks. Be it yeah, we have a couple. So. We mostly siphoned out the sticks. We got we bought up a whole bunch of new poles with the um, money we couldn't spend on trips last year. We had all this money, and in order to get our full budget the next year, we had to spend it all. So we kind of spent uh, it on org fun. I ran one of those too. <laughs> yeah, um, but like another thing that I thought about doing was like a sponsor a room for LSSU. So I know a lot of alumni were kind of interested in the whole um, bounty on our head with um, they're trying to sweep us and giving the coach a big bonus for it. Um, so if an alumni wanted to sponsor a room for four students, that'd be, it'd probably run around a hundred dollars. So it's a, it's pretty affordable. I think um, if you want to do a bit more than a flag and you kind of see specifically like what it would be going to. Um, and that's kind of what the flags too. Cause I know a lot of people don't like to give money. Um, and I kind of feel that too, because you want that connection. You want to see your results, like your money going towards something and you can see what it's used for. So um, I'm really, I really love to get the alumni involved that way more so than just donating money. Yeah, put together the list of flags for sure, um, and, and let us know what's needed. We'll we'll make that happen. Yeah, if you give us a list of flags, any other needs, and an address to send them to, or yeah. like you know a uh, PayPal account that people can just like shoot at you to, we're yeah. interested in plugging all that. You know, um, we've I, got. The, the flag atmosphere is one of my favorite things that has popped yeah. up at tech hockey in the last, like what, five or six years or so. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's is, one of my favorites. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I like the, I want to bring back the tradition of whenever we do the uh, read off the lineup that we wave just that player's flags. Cause we can't play all the, um, all the national anthems. So we can't play the Australian nat- national anthem. So that's why it was kind of important for me to get the Australian flag so we could let him know that, hey, 
we know where you're from and we respect you and um, we care about you as a player um, more so than just cannon fodder for our team. Yeah, they're, they're, the flag thing is, is, I think, one of my favorite things, even more so than the cheers and stuff. Just seeing the whole that whole section mm-hmm. going nuts with flags. It reminds me of, like, the atmosphere you get in, like, European soccer games. Yeah. Which is really good, right? It's, it, it brings kind of that feeling. And bring them when you travel, too. Smuggle them in. That's one of the more fun things. Like, <laughs> we were up in the... When the we were problem with that is more metal detectors, like... Well, and just bring the flags themselves. You don't need to pull the wave them. And I've definitely put flags in my pants to bring them into a stadium. Just put them on a hockey so, stick. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a couple of those. But like there's um, there's fantastic. Like up in Alaska, we we brought a bunch of flags with us and and we're up in the the, the stands in both those spots waving six or seven, eight flags with just like seven or eight of us, right? So mm-hmm. seeing the whole student section doing it, doing the you know, flag per person thing is like you said it's almost like it's a sign of respect like we know where you guys are from we we follow the team this closely that we can do that and we're organized enough to actually pull that off and it's it's really neat to see so and the players they they like us because we give them that like not quite nhl level but we give that level of um like encouragement and involvement in the team that they feel like they're in some big league somewhere where um they have fans that know their name, um, buy jerseys with their names on the backs, um, that kind of stuff. Um, so they get that level of like appreciation that some other schools you don't really get, um, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I know I've already plugged this story before. But when we used to have Angus Redman or, you know, Beef, he yeah. said that, you know, growing up in British Columbia, he grew up like worshiping Roberto Luongo. So like he always wanted like the crowd to yell beef like they would yell Lou for Luongo in, in Vancouver. And like before he left to go pro, he like he like took me aside and was like, thank you for giving me that. It was really cool to be somewhere where I just heard That's ring out every time I made like a huge save or something. So, yeah, it really does matter to them to have a cool atmosphere like that. Yeah. I'm a fan of the goalies. I like I like goalies more than some of the other players because they're more interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, Tech has had a hit, or at least in the past, like, five to ten years, has had, like, a really big affinity to goalies, and I think that's cool, too. Well, that's one of the fun things about the the small school, too, is, like, everybody has their story of, you yeah. know, this hockey player or that hockey player, right? Like, my duplex my senior year, the next-door neighbors was a group of the hockey players, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, they – whenever we'd have some extra beer left over from whatever we were doing, they'd come over and help us finish it off, you know, kind of thing. And everybody's got that story of, you know, I was in class with this guy or that guy, you know? Yeah. So it, it makes things, it makes things super interesting being at a small school where you get that. And I don't think, you know, it's, it's the only D one sport, right? It's the only sport where folks are going to go on and continue playing for the most part from tech, a tech perspective. So yeah. It makes for a super unique student experience for both the players and the, the fans. It makes it a lot of fun. Definitely. But yeah, get that flag list. We'll, we'll make that happen. Okay. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I know you have a mailing I'm, address. I'm pretty sure that at least five of the polls were sent from me from Alaska trips or just mm-hmm. sending them back and We'll, we'll make that happen. I've got one flag I bring with me everywhere I go um, that that has the freaking piano dog on it, but I was, it was given to me. So it is the one flag I bring everywhere I go. And Piano and dog like, is my favorite logo. No, oh, I like I, panda dog. It's panda. It's the, oh, the, the one new dog. Yeah. Logo. The it's, new a good, it's a good one. Super. It's a good one. I like that. But 
But yeah, it's just yeah. the whole tradition. Getting to see that coming back again will be will be good. Last year was tough. It was the first year I've never is the first year in my entire life I was not at a tech hockey game. Yeah. You know, so I grew up in the area and went to every game <laughs> that we could as kids. So uh it was, it was weird, hard to watch the year. games over yeah, for sure. video screen. Um it wasn't the same. But yeah, it's uh it was a different experience last year. Hopefully things are starting to get better and can can move back to a little bit more normal here as we move forward. Definitely going down any other paths that we don't need to talk about on this context. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been weird. So hopefully this year is better. I'm looking forward to traveling. I'll probably get the Wisconsin series for sure. I'll be back up from the Guinness, you know, a couple of times depending on what what they do crowd wise up there. I don't know. Like I said, I don't I haven't heard anything official yet with what they're doing. I know there are some know. schools. There's some schools out east that are doing, you know, just students. They just you know, released tickets for that groups. Tech? Okay. For Wisconsin. Um, gotcha. But that was like very last, like just recently. They they had just released a schedule not too long ago as well. Um that kind of yeah, was frustrating to us. Dane planning County wise. Still, Dane County is still full mass mandates at this point too. So I don't yeah. know whether or not they have any uh, capacity limits or not. And I have no clue. Still be in effect for, for the coal center. I'm not sure, but I do know, you know, Dane County is, is mass mandates indoors regardless of status. So, so yeah, that'd be good yeah. to include in on, in on pre-trip yeah. just be like, Hey, mask mandates, make sure you're cool with it kind of a thing, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, being a woman at tech has got to be really rough to begin with, but you know, you're joining an even more exclusive group as I believe the fourth woman, right? I I believe she is the fourth woman president in misfits history. So I want to, so like what kind of, you know, unique challenges come with that and how do you feel like you can use that to your advantage? Well, I think it's actually a definite advantage because no offense to guys, no offense to Evan, but I think just women are more approachable, especially to other women, because I had plenty of other like, like female students that came up to the booth. Um, I'm not saying Evan's intimidating, but I mean, he's a ginger, so maybe a little, but he also, he also looks like, you know, the love child of Rick Ashley and Ben Elias. So there's your other problem, but <laughs> I, I see it as an advantage. Um, and even if the guys are interested in me, like I'll just push them off. But like they'll, they'll still be like if they're joining Misfits and they're sitting in the student section trying to impress me, then I'm not going to stop them because they're supporting the team. I just won't let them know my ulterior motives. I, I love that because you're already feeding you're feeding into something subconsciously. At, and, you know, at Tech is where where the women go. So do the men. And that's. <laughs> That's a well, fantastic like, attitude you're taking into it. And I actually haven't been approached by very many guys. And I think that has to be part of with COVID because the introverts have become even more introverted because <laughs> <laughs> they're not leaving their rooms. So like, I don't know. And I'm still not seeing a whole, like I'm my classes are full. Like I don't have empty seats in any of them. Um, and I'm in like the hundred plus in the meme. Um, but just people are just way more withdrawn this year. And I don't know if that's all across campus or if it's just in, because I think mechanical engineers aren't as antisocial as some computer science majors, but um, it definitely, I definitely know people who have classes online still. So maybe they're still hiding in their rooms. I'm not sure. Um, 
but there's no online portion for the most part. Yeah, it's just crazy that going to class that way would be would be difficult. And then I gotta say that I've worked for my house for the most part for the last year and a half. So there have its benefits. I definitely passed some classes. I probably wouldn't have if it was online. (laughs) But I do. uh, the The whole online thing has been an adventure, and it literally is my job to be uh, remote for customers a lot of times, anyways. But this year has been downright crazy for it. And finally getting to go back on site has been been refreshing. Seeing people actually physically touching gear, you know, instead of uh, yeah, instead of having to deal with uh, doing it all remotely, is has been great. Big fan of getting back <laughs> on site again. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely. taking um, every chance I get to go into the SDC, into the ice arena, and just like walk around um, and just kind of get back into that atmosphere. Even though there's no people there, it's still like. It reminds me of when there were people there and it's just something that I really miss. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting back to that, but I definitely take every chance I get to maybe either like, Oh, I have to make sure I didn't leave something in the locker or I have to check that things weren't stolen, I guess is something I have to do now. But um, do, do you, do you need the alumni to chip in so that we can change a lock on some door so that you guys only have access or is that even, not, uh, not even locked Joel, is it usually? Joel brought up, um, he's, he's going to talk to the people getting a tap access at that door. So okay. the issue is we, we haven't, we don't have a key for it because it's a maintenance lock, but um, we think that they were doing maintenance work at some point over the summer and then just maybe don't lock it after they're using it or if they're bouncing from one locker to the other or something. Um, so, and the deadbolt's kind of broken, but like, I don't know, they, they seemed very like, iffy about actually changing anything on it um joel mm-hmm. said he personally is going to lock and unlock the locker for us so mm-hmm. hopefully that's a step in the right direction but we'll have to see how it goes yeah I don't, you almost made me cry when you talked about like going back to the mag because like i remember that feeling where i'd go there for just any stupid reason i could think of mm-hmm. just to, like taking the ring because there's so few times where you get to like sit there where when it's quiet and kind of envision like the people there and just you know, that's, that's something that that's, that's a little thing that I really miss is just being able to walk around yeah. the rink anytime I wanted. And, you know, that's something I really hope that you take the time to appreciate. I was there when the team was practicing once and I kind of just sat there and just watched them from section L. Like I was just sitting there, like I had a friend with me cause she had wanted to get something from the book or from the university images or something. But um, I just sat there and we watched them for like over half an hour, just being in the arena and just, like not existing, but like just being in that atmosphere, being in that environment that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, I miss that. I miss just being able to go to hockey games every weekend. I mean, that's, <laughs> the whole having to plan a trip around them is is uh, is less fun than it needs to be sometimes when you can just you know go to Houghton from home was way easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So Dr. Fibke did ask about if you guys needed anything. You talked about that already. Um, I can give you a more detailed list of the flags, um, later out the pop back in the locker to see exactly which ones. Oh, that's um, right. I already did that. Okay, sweet. If, <laughs> yeah, if just, you, just share a Google doc with what you got and what you need. Yeah. Um, if you can get that out by like, uh, we need Tennessee, Australia, Sweden, uh, we have a list. Nova Scotia. I already have an I've Amazon wish list. Oh. I, th- I think Tim just went through and was like, which ones have I not seen flags of? And was... I just did all of the ones that weren't obvious. Like, I'm assuming we have an Illinois flag. 
that's yeah. around and a minnesota yeah. flag and a michigan yes. flag like yes. those are around like i'm not yeah i, I don't think we have both. a florida one um yeah florida tennessee let's see um alberta i want I, a massachusetts one would be cool ontario yes. british columbia yeah. ontario florida. should be around but if it's not let us know so i know you mentioned this a little bit but what are the trips that are officially planned for misfits this year so as of right now we're working on wisconsin um then we're planning on going to both northerns as usual um we want to go to well it's a kind of a mandatory that we go to lssu um and then we want to try to get to st thomas and kind of see what's up there um so generally pretty close trips in if you're talking about the mass scheme of everywhere we've traveled um but definitely going to be some stuff to do. Um, LSSU will probably just like rent a rink and get some ice time and stuff and just hang around there. But um, we're really looking forward to hitting as many trips as we can with our budget. I'm just saying, I think those are some really good trips, especially for getting back into it because, you know, mm-hmm. when, when there was the, when there was the linear progression to go straight into Alabama, that was fantastic. But I think that's a great way to get some people like, reacquainted with the org because it sounds like you got like you know a really good number of trips but they're yeah. all like manageable and not as tough to sell so i think you're exactly the I only issue with lssu is it's on the back end of winter break That's that might hard. be good or it might be bad it really it, depends on i the, don't know yeah it exactly people stop by on their way back from michigan but um if you're coming from wisconsin or minnesota it's a hike yeah i eat me um, yeah exactly <laughs> All right, so this is kind of a rite of passage question that Dr. Fibke wants to know. Have you been thrown out of any arenas yet? I have not. No? Well, <laughs> no. okay. I you never work was. On that. I've been thrown out of two. Got two. What's your second I think one? I would, I would die if I got thrown out of arena. Yeah. Well, we both got thrown out of CC. I got thrown out of the X. You got thrown out of yeah. the X, okay. And I got thrown out of... Uh, get the Grand Forks. Where were you? Where did you get? Was it no, Grand Forks you get thrown out of the Barry. I got thrown out of the Barry. Oh, during the champion, I missed the championship game celebration. What are you doing to get yourself thrown out? I almost feel like that's a better story, though. Because because some jerk old people were being jerks, and I called them out on it, and the cop came down and yelled at me, and I told him to go yell at them, and he got mad and threw me out. Very self-explanatory. That one, I totally understand how it's possible. CC, I got thrown out because I was with Dustin and he called the cops a bunch of. Uh... But yeah, if 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 you guys don't have anything left for Olivia, I think we've taken up an hour and a half for life. So I just want to ask, you know, one last time, is there anything else you want to plug or is there anything you're really excited for? Um, I guess I'm just really excited for the upcoming season, of course. Um, I'm hoping to see the stands filled because that's my main goal, I think, is just to fill the stands. Um and if alumni want to come sit with us for a game, feel free. Uh, you might have to buy an actual ticket, though, because I don't think I can sneak you in. But um, uh, I just really enjoy the support that you guys and everyone else um, from the alumni gives us, because I think we have a really strong alumni f- uh, fan base or just base for us as an organization that most other organizations don't get. So I'm really thankful for that. Um, I just want to say thanks for letting me come on. Well, thanks for joining us. It was a nice uh, opportunity to chat with you and see what's going on and kind of get us back into the the swing of things after taking the summer off. So thanks for joining us. 
Yeah, yep. pleasure to have you, and I hope I wasn't as bad as the boys made me out to be. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck this season. I'm sure we'll talk more. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yep. Have a nice night. All right. Let's take a moment here to discuss how we fund this thing. Uh, we fund everything at Tech Hockey Guide from our patrons. You can become one at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Uh, we got to get going on a monthly Zoom chat with special guests. These monthly chats are available at the white level, which is $2 a month. Uh, if anyone's got a suggestion on who you want for one of these chats, please let us know. Uh, also, at the $2 level, you get question priority. Uh, since the podcast has started, we've done extended versions of every podcast for patrons at the black level or above, which is $5 a month. At the gold level, for $10 a month, you get access to everything we've mentioned and the Zoom video of our broadcast before the rest is out. You can also get an authentic MTU jersey patch uh, being at the black level or above. I'm going to be honest that right now it's going to take me a while to get you those because I am out and I need to order some more, but I'm kind of waiting on some money to come in and those jersey. Basically, I'm waiting on the jersey order to clear so I have enough money that I know I have enough money to pay uh, uh, them to make me. I think I need to buy 50 at a time. So. Uh, one other thing that we're going to start doing this season is uh, we're going to try something new uh, to get you guys to do more ratings for the podcast. Everybody that rates our podcast five stars, uh, Dustin is going to read the review you leave no matter what it says. So let's get uh, to leaving some ratings and see what you guys have to say about the podcast. I think that'll be kind of fun. And I pawn off some responsibility to somebody else on here. So that's good. And then I suppose I should take one more minute here to mention the, the other way that we pay for things now is with Fibkey Dental, our new sponsor. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to how that all goes. You guys, what else do you really want to talk about? We're what? I think it wouldn't hurt to, to talk about the podcast that wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, we, so, don't, we don't want to, but we should probably yeah, give no, it a, a well, Let's talk chat. about it. We, we had plans to do at least monthly podcast this summer, but back in, when was that even June, July, June? Um, I don't know. It was uh, a while ago. It was a while ago. So back in earlier in the summer, we had a plan to interview coach Lucia or commissioner Lucia. We actually had him on the podcast and due to some technical issues, the, we had a great, chat with him but it didn't record properly so it never happened <laughs> as far as you guys are concerned um we all felt really bad about it and kind of took a break from things and then never got back into the swing of things with summer uh so we missed out on a really great chat that uh like i know we're all really sad that the rest of you never got to hear it because it was really good and we didn't want to try and do it again because we kind of felt like we had wasted Don's time and hopefully hopefully the plan is sometime around Christmas maybe we'll try and get him back on the pod when we kind of talk about how the first half went and 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 how some of these things have that we talked about back in the summer have actually come to fruition and when we've got a chance to like review what we think of things like CCH CCHE CCHA TV and instats and, and all that other stuff 
um, and the changes with referees and, and, and everything else that's going on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really sad. I know all of us that were on that podcast are really sad that you guys didn't get to hear it. Cause I think we all walked away from it thinking it was a really great chat and a really great opportunity for us to have gotten a pretty wide reach outside of just our usual listeners. Um, yeah. And and it just kind of stunk that 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 happened. So it was, well, I will say, I mean, we've yeah. been we've been doing this for you know two or three years now, and that's the first time uh, we've actually had a major technical oh crap, and it just happens to happen on one of the episodes that we can't really recreate. Which Not only was it one of the ones we couldn't really create, it was arguably you know the most you know like important podcast in the history. If at least it was like one of the more higher profile guests. And what was really disappointing for us is that, yeah, it was a really great conversation, but it was kind of unexpected and like kind of took us back how like candid and off the cuff, like Commissioner Lucio is just completely open talking to us about like any kind of questions. So I hope that our viewers can kind of take that into mind when we hopefully have him on around Christmas time, because he's very open to anything. and He speaks very candidly about like any situation you could hope for. And I'm excited to have him as the commissioner. Yeah, I will yep. say that the whole CCHA thing, the rebranding as a CCHA or reviving of the CCHA is something that has kind of left a little bit of a negative taste in my mouth when they first announced it. But I can't say enough about the top from from you know from Don down to everyone we've talked to about the CCHA. It's been fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to it finally uh, coming to fruition and seeing what all the talk actually makes, right? So I'm, I'm really happy. One, we had that conversation. We're able to have that conversation. They're willing to reach out that way. The, the change in just from a website and a media perspective, I think the, the league itself is in a much better place organizationally than it has been in the past. And I do still kind of wish it wasn't the CCHA and we were rebranding with something different to start fresh. To leave everything behind but I, I do understand you know where they're coming from rebranding the ccha it just it's been a it's been a night and day difference i think in in media content and how things are done and i'm really looking forward to to seeing it actually in action this year you know the the little things the the, the painting the nets and getting good nets everywhere right the the logos the the keeping the boards clean yeah and keeping you know, the boards clean right treating it like the product that it actually is i think everybody's going to see a little bit more value out of that flow tv subscription that a lot of us pay a bunch of money for uh because there's going to be some actual production benefit behind it you know there's going to be more in terms of of uh uh, in terms of the way that the that's the each individual arena deals with their cameras, they're all being required to upgrade camera gear. Yeah, you know, the mics are going to be on the refs finally. All those little things. I went to a D three football game earlier, like last week. The refs were mic'd up there. It's about time that you know we had that you know for us here in a D one sport. So there's Absolutely. a lot of good changes, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how they how they work out this I, year. I really like the conversation that he had about the quality of refereeing and the fact that the three Western leagues are going to work together on having consistent referee um, performance and, um, you know, 
Well, not only that, they're 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 promoting that. I mean, right. like, what, what was the last tweet the CCHA sent out? Yeah, uh, this weekend, right? Was the ref camp? Yeah, they're they're putting the the refs in the forefront as well, talking about the refereeing groups and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's a fantastic point, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, and along the lines of those like little updates that Rob was talking about, they're going to make a big difference in the quality of life. Is that the CCHA has partnered with Instat, which is like an advanced stats keeping company, so we're going to be able to see all kinds of things. It's mainly geared towards uh, media coaches and players. So that opens up the door for us to I'm, – I'm looking into getting us uh, an account for the Tech Hockey Guide people. And I've pulled uh, Zach Offenberge into our uh, fold to kind of look at doing like a weekly analytics deep dive to do things like, you know, where, where is Tech shooting well on the, in, on the power play? You know, like where are we giving up bad shots in the penalty kill? Being able to do shot heat maps, stuff like that. So, like, being able to do a weekly analytics deep dive with him is something that we're looking into just with the quality of life upgrades that CCHA is going with this year. So, I'm really hoping to see some more, you know, um, you know, just quality of life updates with the uh, CCHA TV because it sounds – because at least with what Dom was able to tell us and what we were, what, uh, we were able to talk to him, it's like when we hear that stuff, we know that's really exciting talk, but we need to see it backed up. It requires a lot of institutional buy-in requires a lot from, you know, every member of the league to get in there, but it sounds like everyone's doing it. So like, it's worth being cautiously optimistic about where broadcast standards are going to be this year. And, you know, hopefully Instat's a cool enough, you know, tool where we're able to do those, you know, wonderful things for you guys and make some great content. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward the, to that. It's the little, the little consistency pieces, you know, that we're, that, that we're missing, right? And I think it's something that is going to be noticeable, right? The, the, all the schools are at that same commit level, basically. They're all looking to make all these standard changes. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a big deal. Uh, and it's, it's one that, like I said, I was really hesitant, uh, really hesitant to, get behind the whole CCHA thing until, until the conversations we've had both with Dom and then Don, you know, they've been fantastic. Yeah. I'm just ready for hockey to start again. I got that. (laughs) You know, it's time. It's time. (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it's really nice to see, you know, when we had uh, Dom on to talk about everything last year, which you guys can go back and listen to a lot of what he had to talk about was, you know, how we only have one opportunity to make this first impression and it feels like the rest of the league has taken that to heart and is actually following through on many of the things that he's wanted to do. And it hasn't at all felt like, at least so far, it felt it's felt like all the teams that are in this league are actually like-minded and actually looking out for the programs to make a great first impression and put the money in because they know the value of of acting like you're big time to be big time and not trying to do it on a shoestring budget and just and just find a way to get through and survive um you know you put the money in it's gonna like the less we spend time complaining about how crappy the tv the video feeds are the better off they are as far as like the odds of more of our listeners actually signing up because we haven't had the problems that we've had in the years past under the WCHA where you're like, 
complaining about things not being synced up or the or the lighting being terrible or whatever. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how much effort they've put into that production and and making it better and and hopefully under the CCHA there's more accountability as to like why something isn't working right if something is wrong on the TV because I know that's one of my biggest problems with it has always been like flow hockey blaming the school and the school not really talking about what's wrong and all those kind of things uh, so hopefully that's better um, and I'm definitely excited to see what we can do with Instat if we can find a way to afford it and and uh, and work on our own analysis of things and kind of dig into these uh, hockey advanced stats and and be able to spend more time here on the podcast reflecting on analytical answers to our our visual impressions of the game instead of just going on feel, we can actually have some more understanding of, you know, how like seeing shot charts and those kind of things of like where the shots are coming from versus just, well, we had 40 shots, but none of them were quality or understanding. Like we'll have a better shot at understanding how close, you know, the, the offense and the defense are to following through on like Joe's one and seven kind of thing and all that kind of stuff. Oh, basically, um, a bunch of nerds want data, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, and what, <laughs> I'm, looking, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, the other thing about that is the nerds want the data, and by them giving us the data, it allows us to put out better content, which is, you know, it's good for us. It's good for the fans. Like, I'm excited to see how, how you know, intuitive and, you know, cool of a tool this can be because yeah. this will – this could have the potential to knock our content up quite a few notches, and I'm excited to see where that goes. And with well, that said, Tech Hockey Guy is looking for editors to help us with our <laughs> content because now that I'm taking on a more broader role as uh, Alex Sleepack has stepped down as uh, editor-in-chief, and that is now my role. So, you know, that that's one thing that, you know, knocked me off my train of thought right away <laughs> because of how big of a – upgrade that is for me but i'm looking at taking more of a uh, broader content approach and kind of bumping us up across the board so if you're looking to help us out with edit some incidental things you know definitely get contact us the commitment can be as much or as little as you want for kids just getting out of school with something to add to the volunteer section of your resume it looks really nice yeah basically if we can start getting something where like uh one person's responsible for editing Mike stuff and somebody else is responsible for editing uh, Jonathan's previews. And then Matt can take a, a look at it before it goes out kind of thing or do all those final pieces, like getting the pictures and that kind of stuff. Uh, we're trying to get more of you so that nobody feels like they're editing something every day. Um, and hopefully get to that point where we have a few more people helping out. Uh, Cause it's, it's a lot of work and uh, you know, we all do it for the fun of it and it, and it can get a little much sometimes when, when we're trying to get everything out. Um, yeah. So let us know if any of you guys want to write or, or edit or help. Uh, if any of you guys uh, love the podcast and want to help edit it, uh, I could use more help with that too. Like there's, there's a lot of things you can do. If anybody wants to help out, just uh, let us know. Yeah. If you want, if you want to help write liner notes, it's 
it was one of the, you know, bigger tasks that I took on coming in. It's probably the most I'd ever expect anybody to do. But if you're willing to do that, we'd be really happy for it. And you would be able to get the podcast before anybody else. And that, <laughs> that was a really neat group of that for a while before I was on it. <laughs> yeah. One minute remaining in the podcast. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about this week? No, oh, I think, I'm happy. I think we got more than enough content. Somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, that should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.com slash tech hockey guide. Patrons that are black level or above receive an authentic MTU jersey patch and access to extra podcast content included extended versions of every podcast. Patrons at the white level or above get access to monthly Zoom chats featuring guests like John Scott, Joe Sean, Brad Patterson, and more to come. Follow us on Twitter at Chasing MacPod or at Tech Hockey Guide. You can submit questions for our email address, chasingmac at techhockeyguide.com, or send a voice message directly at anchor.fm slash chasingmacpod. The first person to submit an audio question will receive an authentic MTU jersey patch. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find the podcast on your site of choice, please let us know and we'll make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more we can reach uh, more people we can reach. So tell your friends, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to try something new this year. If you give us a five-star rating on your podcast site of choice, Dustin will read the review. You leave no matter what it says. So let's get some ratings and see what you have to say. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsor, Fibkey Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And as always, special thanks to Mitch Lake for recording our new introduction uh, with the CCHA name and our patron saint, Doc McRezin, for his generous donation to get this thing running. We hope you enjoy. Uh, lastly, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at thankyounotes.bandcamp.com. Apparently, we don't have to use them anymore because we use Anchor. So we are allowed to use any song that's on Spotify. Oh, fancy. If we want. been listening to the chasing mcnaughton podcast presented by tech hockey guide covering the michigan tech huskies and the ccha